0: Having something that grounds you and that, you know, is your center um, and your why, uh, I really think is, is very important to understanding in the beginning of your process and your path to happiness and joy and, you know, taking it one day at a time and not being so hard on yourself.
1: Ronya Sakata founder of the joy academy and queen of joy that's how my friends call me it's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over we can do so many things to bring joy in our lives to create joy and that's what this podcast is all about I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome Chris Sheffer to the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and please just Start right away like who are you what do you do and what brings you joy and how do you create joy in your everyday life that's what we want to know
0: awesome well Ranja, thank you so much for having me it's it's been an amazing uh getting to know you over the last couple years and just really i think what you're doing is so important and and especially during these times and and i think uh you know, getting this message out there is so key uh, in the time we're we're living in. Uh, My name's uh, Chris Schaefer, as you mentioned, and um, I am a uh, father of a 15 year old and um, happily married for the last 20 years uh, now to my high school sweetheart. So um, (laughs) yes, that that brings me lots of joy, my family, obviously. And uh, I am a business owner. I have a music school. Uh, I'm based out of Miami, Florida, and I have a music school. We just celebrated our 20th year in business this year, so that's something I'm very, very grateful uh, for and and also brings me lots and lots of joy, um, what I do uh, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I also have a um, digital marketing agency that helps other music school owners uh, grow their schools, and that's something uh, I've been working with a couple of partners over the last Uh, two two years now um, uh, helping helping other schools grow and get more students and bringing the love of music to to as many people as we can Uh, again during these times I think music really does heal um, the heart the soul and learning uh, an instrument can really be not only a distraction for so many children um, but just give them some, some sense of joy in their lives um, and happiness. So it's something I'm very passionate about, and um, we'll dive into that, I'm sure, at a later stage. But um, that's me in a nutshell, I guess. Um, you know, coming onto this podcast and, and thinking through all of, you know, what, what brings me joy and happiness, and that's, I think, what everyone is seeking You know, everyone's trying to create a life that brings them joy and it's not always easy. And um, I think, you know, having the right mindset and and we'll get into some other strategies and things that I've kind of implemented into my life that have helped me to be happier and to have a more fulfilled life and and a life of gratitude and thanks, um, putting others first and, and before myself really is something that i'm a big believer in and giving back all those things bring me lots of joy and um you know obviously there's things that i do daily and there's things that i love to do throughout the year and um i live in miami but i love snowboarding that's probably one of the the things that brings me just so much peace and happiness and and being on the mountain um but you know, I can go through a million things that bring me joy, um, and we'll get to them, I'm sure, throughout the the, the talk. And um, but just being having a um, conscious effort to create things that that bring you happiness, I think, is so important. Um, you know, in, in our day-to-day life, it really is. Um, so yeah, it's
1: a, it's a choice. And the knowing that you can decide so many things. I know you love snowboarding. You don't have snow and mountains, but you have a one wheeler, or how is that called? Yeah, that cool the one thing? wheel.
0: Yeah, during COVID, I, I've been wanting that thing for about five years now, and I, you know, it's a little pricey, and I just kept coming up with excuses not to get it. And being on lockdown during COVID, we were I was working from home for four months, and. I figured what the hell? I'm gonna pull the trigger and got one and, and that thing unbelievable. I mean it is like snowboarding on on land.
1: <laughs> can you can you explain it? I know I know it because of the picture, and I know the thing where you stand with both feet and you you know right. the, the kids, so, but it's different. It's really one-wheel and two like little yeah, platforms. So it's,
0: it's similar to like a combination of a skateboard, surfing, snowboarding kind of feel so it looks like a skateboard it's got one wheel in the middle it's electronic it goes up to about 20 miles an hour and it carves very similar to like a snowboard would um and yeah you lean forward it goes forward you lean back it goes in reverse and I just cruised through the streets and had had a couple of nice spills. <laughs> Came home with a bloody shoulder and elbow once, but um, it's a lot of fun. It's just a way to put on some music and get out for an hour or thirty minutes and just clear your mind and think about what's important in life and, and what's moving the needle in your life and, and just really just stop thinking about all the outside noise for a little bit. It's it's a beautiful thing. So I've I've been really enjoying that. I think I've put about 400 or 500 miles on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's
1: not actually a, a workout. It's really like meditation on it's, wheels.
0: It is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's you get a little sweaty, but yeah, I wouldn't really consider it a, a hard workout.
1: <laughs> but we don't need hard workouts all the time. We need some yes. Flow, yes. flow time yes. too. <laughs> so cool. Grooving. So I I like you know you could think like what what do people think of me? I'm a grown up. I know in America it's a little different. I think in Europe we're more even more concerned what could other people think of me like sure. with this toy beneath my feet. Yeah. But if we don't care it's just like, "Whoa, let's let's do what's oh, fun amazing. to me."
0: It's amazing. It really is. Yeah.
1: I know you do so many things and so much mindset work so what would be like your top three or top five, like, like your favorite tools and tricks in your daily life? Because I'm a big fan of habits. You are a big fan of habits. I'm not Definitely. really good with discipline, but I know you are. So can yeah. you, can you um, tell us a bit about your magic? Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, mindset's huge and I'm, I'm a really, really big believer in, in investing in yourself and, whether it's with a coach like yourself or a mindset coach, a business coach, um, someone that's been where you wanna go before and that you can learn and accelerate and speed up that process. We have limited time on this earth. And, um, you know, I look back years and years ago and I was growing up and through college and all that, I was a little bit of a free spirit and a little bit of a, a partier and, um, just always not necessarily getting into trouble, but just having maybe too much fun at times. And <laughs> you know, I wasn't really just kind of going through life, and I didn't really have such a a vision of really what I wanted to to do with my life or accomplish, and and what my main goals were. So I think you need to take a deep look inside and really see um, what you what your purpose is and your greater purpose uh being on this earth and
1: how do you find that out like hello these are big words how do i if if i listen to that and think yeah 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 talk talk sure
0: well it's funny you know and, and, and in preparation for this i was thinking back through my life and and i think the first time i had even a thought about this was in high school and uh The teacher, the class starts, the bell rings. I think I was 16. I was probably in 10th grade, maybe in ninth grade. And teacher walks up to the chalkboard, everyone taking their seats. And he just walked up to the chalkboard and wrote in big, you know, bold letters, what is the meaning of life, with the big question mark. He sat down at his desk. And for the entire hour and 15 minutes of the class, he didn't say a word. And we're all just staring at this board. And, you know, at first I'm thinking, you know, what, what's, what's this all about? When's he going to get up and start, you know, lecturing the, you know, doing, going through the class. And that one single question has literally just replayed in my head ever since that day. And I've come up with a million different answers. And I think it changes as you mature and as you grow as an individual and, it takes you on different paths and it challenges your beliefs and your thoughts and kind of who you are. And I'm always trying to be greater than I was yesterday. And I have this constant, uh, replay in my head of who am I becoming? And so I think through that process and understanding, you know, this grand question of what is the meaning of life and, and, um, how am I, adding value to those around me and how am i in improving not only myself but those that that i love and, and even people that i don't know or i've never met before um so i think when you start deep diving into what inspires you and what um really motivates you and moves you forward to becoming greater i think you can start breaking down um those, those different things. And really it's something that, you know, like you said, it doesn't come easy and it's, it's sometimes difficult and trips you up, but I'm always trying to, to be greater than I was yesterday in one way or another. Um, and, and with the mindset, it's, it's, you 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 know, during in life we, we tend to get into routines, and some routines are great, and I'm a big believer in that. I know we talk we've talked about atomic habits, that book, and and creating habits and habit stacking and just um being you know, having more forethought in and what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. But you know, so many people. They set their alarm at 30 minutes prior to when they have to run out the house and they run into the shower and they're in the car and they're taking the same ride to work every day and they're having similar conversations every day and they get stuck in this rut and this constant, you know, the, the wheel, you know, and, and, and I think by, by breaking that every once in a while and shifting that monotony, um, and, and coming up with a plan. So for me, a lot of the things I do really starts at night, you know, and I plan the day and the next day and, and really set an intention, um, both personal business and, and life um, goals and aspirations and just end the night with with gratitude. And no matter even if the day was just terrible and it, it didn't go your way. You know, and, and some things didn't just fall your way. I, I think by spending 10 minutes at night, writing down if you have a journal or just thoughts that you want to put on paper, I think getting that out of your head and, and ending the day with gratitude. I always try and come up with three things. And if there's more, I'll I'll, 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 I'll list more. And I think by going to bed with, with those thoughts of, of positive, um, you know, gratitude in the evening really sets you up for waking up with a positive outlook. And then I'm getting up earlier. I'm getting up three hours before I really need to get going. And that might change on a day-to-day basis. But What time is that? Usually around 6 a.m. So I usually leave the house around 9. Um, Now my son's doing school from home so i get up around quarter to 6 i i start doing my my he's still sleeping i get him up around 7 for school so i have that hour uh just me time and just really break down my day do some journaling i do some meditation lately i've been getting into the wim hof breathing um which is really powerful and cold showers those kind of things cold plunges so it, it's a it's really a time to just get all the noise out of my head and the outside noise and you know we've been going through all these uh the presidential you know election and and everything else and there's just been lots of negativity and, and lots of um division and I think it's it's really, really an important time that we are all coming together as one. And I know that's cliche a bit, but it's really, really an important time that we all really just focus on doing that. And in order to do that, it starts with yourself. You have to look internal and you have to break down, um, you know, your your habits and life is a series of feedback loops and so this is something that's really popular with 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 uh marketing and different parts of of what i i do daily but it's it's you know your thoughts dictate your feelings and it's a circular motion so what you're thinking about is going to dictate um what you feel. And if you're having negative thoughts, you're going to be more of a negative person, right? I mean, it sounds simple. It's, it's, it's both sides of the coin. So, you know, you have 80,000 thoughts per day. And that to me is mind blowing. I mean, that's just it it really when you think about that, and, and most of those thoughts were not even, you know, conscious about we're not even really grasping it's just our brain and and a lot of those things so in order to have a more joyful life and and, and a happier more fulfilled life you need to start figuring out are my thoughts coming from a primal state or from a positive state and uh, or a powerful state so it's the fight or flight you know Powerful state—it's happiness, joy, gratitude, compassion, um, calm, peace, excitement—all those things—and then, and then the primal state is, is essentially the opposite: stress, stress, and anxiety, fear, uh, doubt, um, overwhelm. And I think by having the right mindset, getting back to your question, will dictate that your will, will shift you towards a more powerful state and. Um, you know, it, it will allow, will allow you to, to grow, um, and learn from, from those things, you know, having, being outside of your comfort zone, I'm a huge believer in that. And, and, and that, that anxiety and that, that pushing yourself into outside of that box where, you know, if we live inside this, this box of our comfort zone, we're never going to grow. And sometimes it's a little difficult to kind of get through that and fight through our, our fears. But I think that's where all the growth is and that's where all the magic happens, you know? Um, So, yeah, I, I would really just focus on what you're constantly telling yourself and what I've been doing lately is really when I do shift to a primal state and I start, Coming from a place of fear or anxiety or, or overwhelm, I I really just take a step back, think about okay, well, how can I shift this over to a powerful state? And th- the more often you do that, you start retraining your thought patterns and your brain to. I mean, it's a powerful machine. I mean, it's it's we have the capability to dictate our our life's you know journey. And I just really want to come from that happiness and that, that powerful state more so than, than not, you know? (laughs) Thank
1: you so much. Can you make some, um, examples of your like business life and personal goals for one day? You know, I think a lot of people, me included, we, I write too long to-do lists and like too much in a day. It's just, not possible. Even though I would be 100% or 150% focused and do everything, ta, 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 it's just too yeah, much. So write, write shorter lists is a good trick to complete mm-hmm. your to-do list of the day. But like these goals, are they big goals like for a mindset thing? Like I want to see the big picture, or are you like very specific? Like Tomorrow in my business goal, I want to do this or that. I'm very curious about these three goals you set for every day.
0: Yeah, so I do have, it's it's a bit of both. Um, what I do generally is on Sunday evenings, I will map out the week. And at the end of the month, similarly, I will map out the next month. So um, I'll spend an hour maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but at the end of each month and I'm kind of mapping out the following month. And then every Sunday evening I'm I'm spending some time, you know, maybe 20 minutes. It doesn't take a lot of time. And um, if you're setting your, you know, by planning ahead, you're setting yourself up to succeed. So I have what I like to call needle movers and in different areas of my life. So personal uh, business, and and you know family um, health. So I have these different different buckets, and I will figure out short term goals, and then maybe quarterly goals for business, that sort of thing. So these are the top three things that are going to move the needle in my business. Let's say um, what what can I do, and how can I you know inspire my team to do certain tasks or uh, goals. That we set to hit that are going to bring in whether it's cash flow or it's going to bring in um, new new clients or it's going to help with retention of you know our current uh, tribe that we have um, our customer base. So I always to avoid the overwhelm. I you know like you said if you if you come up with this list of 50 things every morning, you know it's not just a matter of checking off the, the the list i mean it, it is kind of but it's it's what are the the top three things that are going to move the needle for that day so those are the things that i'm going to spend um in do first thing in the morning and then spend you know so so it's the what am i going to spend 80 percent of my time doing 20 percent of the tasks versus the other way around so those are the probably the most important things and then the other items that might be on my list that might be like something i'm looking to do um like I'm, I'm planning to do a run uh in december to end the year off with something very very important and it's it's something that is way outside of my comfort zone it says four by four by 48 so it's run four miles every four hours for 48 hours and i've never done anything like that before so you know, to break that down into smaller chunks, um, to, to avoid the overwhelm, uh, you know, and then, and then you end up not doing it. Right. So I really have set up a plan to train properly to doing more and more four mile runs over the last month and a half and researching and different things like that. So I think, breaking down bigger goals and bigger tasks into smaller chunks. Um, I'm a big believer in that and giving yourself enough time, um, to, to tackle it and and set yourself up properly to succeed. But I think if you, if you really, whether you're starting a new business or coming up with a new strategy, um, Really just figure out what is priority, what are those three needle movers and start with those and dedicate your, your, you know, majority of your time towards those and then, and then trickle in the other things. And you have to have fun as well, right? You have to personal, you know, I'm, I'm a lot of things that bring me joy are, are simple things free, you know, that's the beauty of it, right? You know, sitting down for, for 30 minutes and reading a great book, i I've been, my goal was to read 25 books this year. I'm, I'm right about 20. So I'm, I'm getting towards the, the crunch time, but you know, things like that, or we've been taking lots of walks with my wife and, and during COVID we were all home working from home. And, and so getting creative and, uh, setting up, you know, tents in the backyard and um, doing things that we normally never would have done, and 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 making the most of it. My wife and I, the other last week, we we went out, we had a couple glasses of wine, and we came home and we had a dance party in the kitchen. You know, and we were jamming music and and we were sweating, and it was about an hour later. I mean, we were <laughs> laughing and just listening to crazy songs that we normally wouldn't and. We we hadn't done that before, you know, and it was such an amazing time, and it was free, and it was this pure moment of just pure bliss and just being young and and having fun, and, and so you don't necessarily have to, you know. Again, I'm I'm, a, once I do start feeling overwhelmed, it's always direct, you know. Take a step back. What's causing this? Um, how can I shift it into into a positive feedback loop, and how do I um, you know, and the more you think it through, then this isn't going to reoccur as frequently and little, you know, little by little, it's now you're in this different phase. So, um, yeah, it's it's really reading that book, Atomic Habits. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole and I read uh, Miracle Morning and um, The Bullet Journal Method and all these different books that really woke me up to realizing that i wasn't planning ahead and i wasn't i was kind of just going through the motions and the more you plan uh the better you are to succeed and really just starting to stack those wins um even if they're small you know i think we think we have to have this massive win to be successful or this massive thing in our personal life or relationships or whatever it is but small wins stack and they, and they compound to this, this bigger thing and give you momentum to move forward. You know? So I, I, I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves. And I think if we just take a step back and appreciate the little wins, I think that goes a long way to a powerful life and, and, you know, transformation for, 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 for all of us.
1: I like when you say like, take a step back. That's really like, do it. If you're just in distress or like bitching around in your workplace, now it's (laughs) a lot of people are at home. So you can bitch with, I don't know, your husband, your spouse, your your cat. But in workspaces where it's like a war zone, I can't believe that I couldn't work there. So I'm self-employed and I always had a good team, but step back and then I love this question. What do you want? What do I want now? Or what do I need now? Like I need a break. Exactly. Okay. So go outside. Like, like coaching yourself with an outside voice. So yeah. what's your problem, baby? And then listen, what comes up? Like, I don't like it here. Like the tantrum, the tantrum, toddler feelings. I think when mm-hmm. we are like in, in this fight <laughs> mode, it's, it's <laughs> never the grown-up um, yeah, it's something something triggers us and then we're we're not not kind anymore, not nice anymore and it doesn't help for the whole situation so step back. What yeah. do I want? What what what's the problem? Definitely.
0: And that's another thing too like why it took such a liking to like a guided meditation, you know, you can download an app, there's so many different YouTube videos, things like that. I mean, if you Told my twenty-year-old self that I'd be doing meditation in the morning, I would have laughed in your face. And and <laughs> you know, at first it wasn't it wasn't really it was awkward. I mean, you have so much going on in your head, and there's so much clutter and noise. And just by over time, you know, I've been doing you know guided meditation now for a few years, and it's just really transformed my life. And and I, that's part of my morning routine as well. And um, it, it just sets the stage and and really just propels you to, to do greater things throughout the day, you know, starting from that state in the morning. Um,
1: What kind of guided meditations do you like? Like there are so many different types.
0: Yeah, there are, Um, I, I've been using Headspace um, and and going through all their different programs over the last few years. And um, sometimes I just like to, to, to put on, you know, the hot music, uh, on the YouTube, uh, you know, I'll just pull one of those up. And, uh, lately I've been doing the Wim Hof breathing, which is a different form of meditation. And it's, can you, you know, tell us
1: how that works? Because I'm intrigued. I didn't start yet, but I really want to, oh, because yeah. I can hold it, my broad breath for about 20 seconds now. Yeah.
0: You know, like, well, yeah. One of our, um, you know, business coaching programs and, and, and life Coaching programs we're both in. Um, Wim Hof was one of the guests last month um, in Jesse Isler's program, Thirty Days of Excellence, and and just being able to be guided by him live doing that, I, I held my breath for over three minutes, and it's and this is the maybe first try. No, no, no. I, I had been doing it from his app for about a month. Okay, and I was in the one one and a half minutes. So essentially, it's. 30 to 40, uh, deep breaths. So fully in, fully out is what he says all the time. And you take these deep breaths. I, I I lie down on my back, have a pillow, have my legs kind of propped up just slightly and have your one right hand on your, your, your abdomen, uh, your stomach and, and your left hand on your chest. And you breathe in, it's kind of like this wave motion. So in and out, Um, through your mouth. And you do that for about 30 times. And then on the final hold, you exhale and then you hold your breath. Um, And you just, you just be, and you let everything go and clear your mind and clear your thoughts. And it's, it's, it's magical. I'm, I'm sold. I mean, and then you do four or five rounds of this. So you're, you know, going through and, and, each round, you can hold your breath longer and longer and longer, and it's building that up and, and it's powerful and he's he, he's into cold therapy and cold plunges and that's really, he's broken, I think, 30 Guinness, Guinness Book of World Records and um, has really changed a lot of science and beliefs on the benefits of cold therapy and um, so, you know, in Miami, there's not a lot of, of cold rivers to jump in or anything <laughs> So it's, we're limited to uh, ice you know buckets and and cold showers but um it's still I've been doing that in the mornings as well and it's that combination it's just really gets the oxygen flowing and and, and the blood flowing um, it just starts you off so powerful
1: and what's the benefit like if a normal person with a normal like background hears that it's like are you crazy? Like, why would I hold my breath for three minutes? And you say it feels amazing, but you have to tell me more that I buy this ticket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I was kind of like that at first too. I mean, I, and I don't know all the exact science behind it. And there's, there's a lot of reasons why, but it's just settling the body and settling the mind. Um, and after doing these breaths, once you you're doing the hold it's almost like um i don't even know how to describe it but it's it's just a release of of um the carbon dioxide in your body and so your your body's able to naturally it's not like i'm turning blue in the face and i'm like you know holding it just to hold it longer you kind of almost not forget to breathe but you don't need that oxygen and when you do finally inhale you're not gasping for air that was my initial thought was it was going to be like you know and then your ego gets in the way and it's like oh how let me hold it for five minutes you know and i think i don't know what his record is but it's it's above 10 minutes it's insane um yeah so it's just been amazing i i would definitely before doing it i would Um, you can do some research on it. And yeah, I know there are certain reasons people that have asthma, different things like that. Um, it might, you know, you might want to check with a doctor first (laughs) and make sure that it's it's okay.
1: Did you hear about the book Breath from James Nestor? 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 Yes, I have. You have to listen or read that.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And he talks about all these different breath Wisdom, you know, from Tibet and and all these different countries, India and and uh, yeah, all the benefits. And his message is really in the end, like breathe through your nose the whole day for five and a half seconds in and five and a half seconds out. That's the best Mm -hmm. rate for carbon dioxide. Is that right? And and oxygen that. Because if we breathe shallow, it's like not enough. And if we breathe too much oxygen, the balance is not right. So it's yeah. oh, it's so, so, so fascinating, this book. Yeah, And he talks about Wim Hof too, about one <laughs> in one section.
0: Yeah. Another thing too, another breathing technique, which works great for when you're in that, that, that primal state and you're stressed or you're, I, I do this throughout the day in my car, in a commute or in a stressful situation or whatever, but you just pause, inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and then exhale for four seconds. And doing that pattern, you know, whether it doesn't matter how upset or angry or frustrated or anything you were, doing that for four rounds, um, it's it brings you right back down. And it's it's been that that's been amazing for me. And you know in my past i've been known to have some hothead moments and um you know just r- instead of stopping and and assessing why i'm <laughs> reacting this way or you know I, we're, we're all guilty of it but um going into that for a second um really does shift your your mindset and thought process
1: and how could you start this i think starting is very hard starting a new habit of course it's a choice. I don't think when people say, well, it takes some years to practice now you can choose and then just stick yeah. with it because you want to, if you don't do it, then you don't want to actually like, it, but, but like coming from the hot head moments to breathing deep, was there like a big gap or you just decided I don't want to be that way anymore?
0: Um, I think initially there might've been like, a a slow gradual to where it would like oh let me do that breathing exercise and then but now it's gotten to the point where it's almost like i don't even think about it it triggers so as soon as i go i'm starting to get into that primal state i i
1: you know breathe
0: in hold breathe out and then whether it's two or three times four times it's it's um just like anything and and you don't need to do everything at once. You know, I, I like to start slow and add one new routine, add one new habit. You don't need to do 40 things. You don't need to do the lists and do the, you know, whatever. I mean, all these things I'm doing now a year ago, 90% of them, maybe two years ago, 90% of them, I wasn't doing any of them.
1: Oh, wow. And I,
0: was, I was literally, it's probably two or three years now, but, but you get the point. I mean, I'm 45 and I never had any of these routines or any of these strategies to improve my well-being or improve my 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 life in so many ways and you know one by one I would add something new I'd read something in a book see a video on YouTube whatever it was and <clears throat> excuse me and then I would just try it it not everything's going to work for everyone right so Try it for a few months, try it for a few weeks, whatever it is. If it has a benefit to your life, continue incorporating that to your daily routine. And and then some things didn't really work well for me and others I really took to. And like in that book, Atomic Habits, you know, you can stack these new routines. So I was waking up 20 minutes before I had to work and I'd shower, brush my teeth, throw on clothes and run out the door, grab a coffee on the way out and off I go. And it's chaos and um you know, so I would my the first thing I did is I, I removed my phone from my bed because I would pick it up right away and start looking at social media, and if you haven't seen Social Dilemma yet, that that documentary was really eye opening and just mind blowing. Um, but anyways, I, I so I would start scrolling on social media, and right away there's all this negative, you know, energy and you know people talking politics and bashing each other and and just a lot of hate and. It was really just starting off my day with that negative energy. And so I would, let me remove the phone from my bedstand. I put it across the room. I turn the, the alarm up, you know, the ringer and it forces you to get out of bed right away. So you're not, and then I would just turn the alarm off and then, and then go direct, right where my phone was, was on top of the journal. So then you just turn the phone off, grab the journal. I'd go to my spot where I have my little happy place and I would start to journal. And then where the happy place is was whatever book I'm reading. Then I would put the journal down, go through my day. What are my three needle movers? What, what am I going to attack for the week? What are my priorities and my personal life, all the different buckets that I mentioned earlier? Then I put that down and I have my phone right there. So I turn the app on for meditation. And so you stack these, these habits. And by putting things out the night before, if you want to work out in the morning, which I do as well, after I do all of that, uh, I'm usually putting my workout clothes right on in the morning. So if you set these things out and you're intentional about them, um, I think it really just, then that becomes a routine, but it's a powerful priming routine that really gets you to ready to attack the day. Um, and it's such a powerful thing. And, um, you know, I'll segue a little bit, if that's OK. Um, <clears throat> you know, something that's really, really shifted my life and and my my direction um, and thoughts on on how short and how quick this life is, is my daughter, Madison. Uh, and I've shared this story with you. Um, she was diagnosed with a rare form of brain cancer when she was three years old and actually a little bit younger. Uh, she was 18 months when she was diagnosed. And, you know, it was, it was a year battle that she had to go through. And, um, and at the end, unfortunately, she did lose her life to, to brain cancer at the age of three years old. And uh, this was um, 2012 and, you know, watching her go through this year of, of just pure hell, you know, chemo and, and, and proton radiation and, our family being separated and my wife having to travel seven hours away for where the Proton Radiation Center was and I had to be with my son Colin and uh, travel fly to Jacksonville, Florida every every weekend and um, you know, watching her going through multiple surgeries and losing her ability to speak, uh, losing her ability to see um, through this chemo process and uh, the ability to walk um, and her consistently smiling through the whole process and you know at the time you know I I I recognized it and I noticed it but you know years later um her resilience and her strength and her you know obviously she was young and probably didn't for sure didn't grasp the severity and the 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 the, you know how, how intense this was but you know and she obviously had days where it was just you know tears all day long and and but watching her resiliency and it just it was inspiring in so many ways i mean i this could be a whole separate talk but but that's something i lean on every day you know you have to be grounded in your why and you have to know what brings you purpose and she's you know my my number one inspiration and my why to my life to to everything i do she's there and, and kind of guides me in that in that direction and and you know hearing the words at the end from our oncologist, um there's nothing more we can do you know it was just those words you know replay in my head and um I that's have
1: goosebumps who- all over it's just uh oh.
0: Yeah. It, it, and you
1: told it told told the story before but it's just
0: Yeah. You know and, and 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 now the beauty is that you know we when we have these issues or these problems or we 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 really make so many small things into these massive issues that we shouldn't, you know. And and I always think back to her and and really what she went through was just hell on earth and you know, no one, especially a child, should have to go through that. And hearing those words from the oncologists, and just knowing that we had limited time left with her, we had a few more weeks with her, and we were able to bring her home. And, um, you know, there's always something more we can do, right? <clears throat> there's always something more that we can do. And that starts really with ourselves and trying to find the positivity and the happiness and the joy in our daily lives. And it starts with us. If we don't love ourselves, if we're not happy with ourselves and we don't try and make our, our, our own beings and our own lives more productive and positive. um, We can't, we can't share that with those we love. And we can't share that with people that, you know, whether we're, um, you know, we do a lot of stuff with our music school, uh, MTS Gives Back, and it's about around pediatric cancer research. And I'm a huge advocate and, and, um, you know, uh, really want to help in any way I can bring awareness to pediatric cancer. Um, It's the leading cause of death amongst children. And it's the most underfunded. And, um, uh, you know, really, there's only been one new trial in the last 15 years and it's just putting poison into these kids, you know, with chemotherapy. And um, so I've really taken all of my businesses, my life, my um, giving and um, going to the Ronald McDonald house. And and we bring our musicians and our team and we play for the kids there that are going through cancer. And, and that's really, so that's just really been such an important part of my transformation. Um, cause I, you know, when she passed, it was a very, very, very dark time and it was a couple years and, you know, it was, it was, it was tough. And I'm not going to say it was, uh, you know, right back to, to, to norm, you know, it was something that's ripped away from you. And so having to go through that process, I've seen the complete opposite side of just, you know, the worst case scenario. And so I think, you know, being able to realize that little things are going to happen, we're going to have, you know, arguments or whatever it is, but they're, they're so small and it's, it's not worth focusing our energy or our time and instead just forgiving, even, you know, being humble, um, even when you think you're right, or maybe you know, you're right, accepting that, you know what? <laughs> it's all good. Let's, uh, let's move on, you know, like, let's, let's focus on something that's more uh, positive and constructive. And and um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I know we, we've talked about it, um, but really having something that grounds you and that, you know, is your center um, and your why uh, I really think is, is very important to understanding in the beginning of your, process and your path to happiness and joy and you know taking it one day at a time and not being so hard on yourself and continuing to grow and to learn and to seek others that have been there before you that can accelerate and speed up the process and uh, I know you had a loss as well from one of your your friends and that's really was your moment of shit I need to to get this you know this world is a beautiful place and it can be a beautiful place. And I need to start that process, you know, it's
1: really the urgency and also the filter. I think, as you said, like the, the priority is to enjoy this day and not Monday is a shit day. And let's yeah. wait until Friday. Like, no, don't throw away five days per week. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 this gratitude every day I do that, too, in the evening. I don't write it down, but I really go through the day and pick the beautiful things. And mm-hmm. as you said, that's that's setting the the intention for the next day already. And you said in the beginning, like putting others first. And you said something else like giving, giving, giving. But you take super great care of yourself, of your thoughts, of your energy, too, you know, I think that's so important to have both Yeah. people, especially moms. I think they're big issues there. They're running around for their kids and for their whole family and not one minute per day is for themselves. So mm-hmm. I encourage to like set boundaries that that's my hour. You can play 100%. or they can even watch television or whatever. You need some time for yourself to think, 100%. to, to, to to gain back this energy. And then you can give even more. And I think you are such a powerful person when you just enter the room without saying something because you do all this work. And then I think it's even more powerful to hear your story that you are not just a lucky guy, you know, like walking through life on the sugar coated path. No, Mm -hmm. it it can be really hard, but even though you can choose to, to, to live a life in joy, and do dance parties in your kitchen after <laughs> being out. I mean, how cool is that?
0: No, yeah. How, yeah.
1: who would do that? You know, we're we're, we're 45 <laughs> years. You know, yeah. why not? Yeah. I oh, I like amazing. these. Why not? Why why not singing out loud in the streets? Like no, yeah. no, you shouldn't do that. Why not? <laughs> it, but of course, you don't have to embarrass yourself to have a joyful life. Do what you you want to do. But all these. Yeah expectations and all these yeah i think like social pressure i think we can yeah. ditch a lot of these things and just do what we want if it's something which brings us joy it's never gonna hurt somebody else
0: mm-hmm. yeah well just like you said taking care of yourself first like when when you're on a plane and they you know it's going down you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then you're able to take care of those around you and those you love um, so we have to look inside first and f- I, you know figure out those things that are maybe not not bringing you joy and those negative feedback loops right because we the feedback loops work both ways and break those down and dissect those and and do less of what brings you joy. I mean, it sounds basic, right and do or do less of what brings you anger and frustration and fear and do more of what brings you happiness and and um it really it's harder than it is said but um and it takes work just like anything else and i think you know both of us know that we have one shot at this you know and and whether you believe in the afterlife or not you know it's while we're here and we're present um it's about experiences um that's my biggest thing is you can't bring any of your physical items with you when you pass and but you can you can build all of these experiences and these memories for your children for yourself for your spouse your significant others those that you love in your in your life and uh, i think that's so much more powerful um, even as an education like from with my son you know just doing all of these things and exploring and being adventurous and getting out and trying new things and failing and Trying again and and having those small wins and those those compounding wins over time, I think, brings the value to the little things. And those turn into bigger things. And knowing that there are things that we can do, you know, we do have control. And, you know, like the doctor told me, there's nothing more we can do. Yes, that was the case for for my daughter Madison, but um what it's taught me is that. We all have the control to dictate our own future and be happier, and it's not going to happen overnight. And you know, there there are people that have you know issues with with mental health, and 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 you know, it's I just be kind to yourself, be gentle, be be patient, and um, take it one day at a time, and just know that you are loved. Know that. You know even if you can't find that love within yourself you are loved and and be kind to yourself and i think that goes a very long way it really but this does
1: being kind to yourself is really tricky for so many people yes do you have an advice like be kind to yourself yeah i can't be that i hate myself when i see myself just in a mirror or in a car window What would be something you say to a person who really is just like, ugh. I know, and that's, again, I'm so sad because of this, but it's a lot of women are really, I'm disgusted by myself. Hello, what are you saying? Would you say that to a friend? No, no way.
0: Yeah, you know, I I think we're the hardest on ourselves. Just human nature, for some reason, I'm guilty of it. Everyone is it's,
1: but what do you say to yourself? Are you really ditching or, or what was this the word? Like pushing you down or you did that or
0: I I have, you know, in the past and I've, I've, I've been hard on myself where, you know, maybe it's something or, and again, it comes back to the negative self doubt and, and mindset. And I know it's kind of cliche and to keep going back to that, but it's, Removing those negative thoughts and reactions to your inner talk and your self-talk. And, and again, it's not going to happen overnight. There's no magic pill. There's no, you know, snap your fingers and I'm I'm in love with myself, but it's, it's being okay with making mistakes, being okay with not being perfect. And I think once we can come from that state of knowing that, we're all humans. We're all going to screw up. We're all going to not like certain parts of ourselves or be insecure about public speaking or be insecure about walking into a room of people you don't know, whatever the case is. But it's allowing yourself and being okay with failure and and learning from those mistakes instead of just failing and saying, I can't do it or I hate myself or I don't like the way I look or whatever the case is. um, It is easier said than done again, you know, but it's, it's just being okay with being imperfect and knowing that it's a, it's a process and you're on a journey, you're on this path to improving different areas. They're not, they're not all going to improve overnight and that's okay. Um, And I think if you come from that place of, um accepting that and knowing that it, it is gonna take a little work and it's even if it's one small win a day um again, those things start to stack and they start to really start to grow into bigger things um you know, just love yourself and be okay with not being okay sometimes, you know um yeah, that it's, I like
1: is is to to think of, it, can I change this or can I not change this? You know, if, if it's something like your hair color, you can change this, but you're you're the shape of your face, well, you could. <laughs> or, yeah, I, you know, I so birthmark here. Um, and and I, I'm so grateful that my mother never made a fuss. It was really big and red, and my lip was like this when I was a toddler. Mm-hmm. And it faded away, and we didn't do an operation, a surgery on this at all. And it just hangs a little bit, and sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, it would be nice without that. But... I can't change it, I don't want to do a surgery because if they uh, cut a nerve mm-hmm. and then my, mm-hmm. my half of my face would be like different. So can I change it, for example, if you're not not um, happy with your weight, just do something and exactly. like find something which is fun. I'm really against diets and I'm really against, um, workouts, which you hate from the first minute. It's not effective. You know, the whole mindset thing again. Right. But if you, if you think like, I criticize that on me, on me, of me, Mm -hmm. and then, and then, um, can I change it? Yes. So do I want to change something or not? And if I can't change it, so so what's just accepted? Otherwise you turn, you, you yeah. drive yourself crazy.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's also, there's this thing, and I, I kind of jotted it down, this, this kind of cycle of transformation. So, you know, we're tr- constantly learning if it's something we don't know or something we're working on or, or improving. So you have knowledge plus experience. Um, you know, you learn something, then you experience it then you get a new perception. So if, you know, to your, to your question earlier, how does someone get, get over this or this self-doubt or self-hate or whatever it is, you have this knowledge plus experience brings you to an, a new perception. Then you have a change in thinking, your thought patterns, right? So this goes back to that feedback loop. Uh, you have this change in your brain that equals the transformation. So you sh- you're shifting your old thinking, right? what you've been telling yourself over and over and over you have this shift which then forms a new thinking pattern and that thinking pattern then comes back into the experience and which is now going to be a different experience and so you continue doing that circle and over time you're going to realize wow i i spent so much time and so much energy and and on, on something that didn't need it, you know, didn't, wasn't warranted to, to, to really exude all this, this stress, um, when it was just really shifting that mindset and going back into a powerful state. And, you know, when you think back to the 80,000 thoughts per day, I mean, that's a lot. And, you know, and, you know, like, have you, have you ever like driven the same, I've done this, I just did it last week you get in your head and I'm driving home from work and I'm thinking through just all this great stuff. And I went into, to, you know, just autopilot. And the next thing you know, I'm pulling into my driveway and I'm like, Holy crap. I don't remember driving the last 20 minutes, you know? So it's, it's, it's that, you know, it's like, we need to have this perception and this, this okay with, with um, failing reiterating new experience, new knowledge, and then shifting that mindset uh, to a more powerful state. And um, yeah, turning those 80,000 thoughts a day into more powerful thoughts and more positive thoughts. And I think by doing that little by little, by little, um, you're going to have a massive shift in your life. And that's, you know, I really have been on this journey for five or six years now, and it really it was, you know, going from the loss of my daughter um, in 2012 and then just a few years of just really, really dark times and and depressing and drinking a lot and, and, and trying to be, you know, happy or with with, you know, abuse of alcohol or whatever it was. Right. And realizing that was getting me nowhere and I needed to shift into. You know, mind, body, and soul, and health, and wellness, and really just that's when I just did a deep dive and went down the rabbit hole of self-help and and, and personal development, and just being greater than yesterday, one day at a time, be easy on yourself, you're going to fail, you're going to fall down, and it's been a great, great ride. It's been a really amazing experience, just And I I have a long way to go, you know, I don't think we ever finish. (laughs) There's no finish line (laughs) until, you know, that day comes for us. But um, it's uh, it's it's I've been enjoying the
1: ride for sure. And i I love now that's a perfect ending. You know, if you if you start to learn a music instrument, you don't expect yourself being perfect this afternoon. It's like, yes. yeah, you are so aware that this will take years to master it if you want yes. to, or it's just a hobby, like a little bit a hobby, and then you're kind of good at it, but you enjoy it. So why do we expect like with other tasks like I have to master this right away so this patience i'm not i'm not patient at all and that's really my biggest i I want to be ahead all the time but like step by step
0: yeah one day at a time one one experience at a time and little by little you really start those little wins turn into these massive aha moments where the light bulb goes off and you think holy crap this is this is life. You know, this is what all the hard work we're doing and everything we're working towards and is, is, and then if you can share that with one person or five people, or just have an impact and that, that starts spreading and little by little, that reach gets bigger and bigger, like what you're doing with your coaching program. And it's, it's, you're making an impact on these people's lives. And it's, it's such an important topic and it's such an important thing that everyone needs to experience and, and, and not be so hard on themselves and just smile more. Um,
1: yeah, because the- this happiness is just really not helping anybody. It's just, you feel it, <laughs> you feel that it's fake and you don't feel happy at all. And it's, it's, uh, it's so, um, it needs so much energy to be happy if you're not. And if you're exactly. really happy from the inside out, it's it's easy. It just shows. It's, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. I what instrument
1: out. do you play or what, what all the instruments you play?
0: Well, that's kind of funny. I <laughs> growing up, I played multiple instruments. I played piano. My mom was a piano player, so she taught me piano. My dad was a trumpet player. They both met at the University of Miami in the band back in the 70s. So music brought them together. Um, my dad was a trumpet player, so I, he taught me the trumpet which I had braces at the time. So that was really uncomfortable and awkward <laughs> and wasn't really my thing. And then my mom taught me the alto sax and I played all through high school and a little bit into college. And um, I don't really play much at all anymore. I, I, you know, that's something that's been on my list. One of my, one of my new things that I'm starting now is, is learning. I, I can play, but I wouldn't play out in front of, you know, in a band, let's say but I love playing on the drums. Um, my son got into drums, so he was doing that for a few years and, uh, playing with him, guitar, ukulele, that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to start really diving into the guitar. And now that I have a little bit more time, um, things are slowly getting back to somewhat of a new normal and, and, um, you know, so, but yeah, it's, uh, Usually the owner of a music school plays multiple instruments. And
1: yeah, or not, do, you yeah, know, yeah, if no. you're a good, if you're a good business uh, person and a good leader That's of your team, you don't I have to. I love music.
0: It's music brings me so much happiness, so much joy, live concerts. I mean, I've seen probably four or 500 live concerts and going back to when I was like 15 years old, I saw my first concert and, and I. I have, you know, obviously a a passion and a deep understand the impact music has on on people's lives of all ages and, um, you know, so that's that's something that's, yeah, really powerful and love sharing it with as many people as we can,
1: (laughs) for sure. We will put all your details into the show notes and underneath the YouTube video so people can find you, of course. I always ask um, my guests in the end, like, "What's your message to the whole world if they would all listen to you right now?" What's your, like, message? Your yeah. wisdom. Yeah,
0: um, I, I think you know. Just to s- keep with the same kind of vibe that we've been going over over the last you know hour or so is just be kind to yourself, um, enjoy every moment—the small moments, the big moments really just it's never too late to make a shift um into whatever that is for you that's listening and don't be so hard on yourself be kind to yourself be kind to others it spreads it really is contagious and i think right now we're at a time in this world where we really need to come together as a people and just hug more and be be there for each other. And, and that's something I've missed during this COVID thing is hugging. I'm a big hugger and, you know, it's slowly I'm getting my hugs in now and, and <laughs> running up to random people when I'm hugging them now. But um, just go out there and have fun. And, and you know, we get one shot at this and, and we have limited time. I mean, time flies by. It's already the end of the year. It's, it's this year just went by like, like, you know, a blink of an eye. And, and I think we really need to Speed up certain processes that um, by getting coaching or getting mentors, um, help from outside of your circle, having accountability partners. All of that is so important and key to my success. I know it is to your success. And by having an accountability partner also, they can bring out those things in you. And when you're struggling with these things we've talked about today and and things aren't going your way, you can reach out to someone and you have someone that has your back, you know? And I think that's so important and didn't really get into that that much, but having someone there for you that you know you can count on. Um, But yeah, you know, with with my my daughter, Madison, we we used to always say mad love, you know, during her fight and during everything. And so I would just say, uh, you know, keep spreading mad love and keep being kind to one another. Um, You know, it's, it's an amazing world out there and um, we can make it better for ourselves and for those around us. So yeah, keep spreading the mad love. That's, that's how I'd like to end it.
1: Thank (laughs) you so much for your time, for your energy, for your joy. And your,
0: thank you for having me.
1: Wonderful. You're an amazing
0: human and it's, it's, I'm, I'm, you know, you're on the other side of the world and our, our paths cross through through a, a mentoring program. And I'm I'm so thankful that they did and, and so thankful that, you know, you've come into my life and, and inspired me in so many ways. So thank you again for for having me today. It's been thank awesome. Thank
1: you so much, Chris. Have a wonderful time and end this year strong. We know to yes. do that. Have <laughs> and have, have, a have a good race. Have a good race at the 4.448.
0: Yes, I will. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. If you liked this episode, I look forward to a review from you and it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway and maybe it sparked some idea. You really are surprised to, to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life. And please tell me about it. I would love to hear from you my contact details you will find them in the show notes have a wonderful day